Just what exactly qualifies as a Halloween movie? You got into a discussion with a friend of mine the other day about just that exact thing. AJ McCall on VFX, the discussion in her household between her and her husband is Dracula, is mummies, is werewolves, just blanketly Halloween movies. Uh, yeah. See, that was my response too. I was like, monsters, Halloween, scared, check. Why, yeah. why, what's, what's the discussion? I don't understand. Like, unless you're going to argue hard and hard, argue hard yep. in the defense of Halloween Town or something along those lines. It's got to say Halloween in the title. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what you're. What, what I, I'm confused. Now, I, I, monsters, Halloween, copacetic. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I I'm going to assume because she started doing a uh, little poll on her own Snapchat to figure out what all her friends said that he got whomped pretty pretty soundly in that. But I was just like, what is he defined as a Halloween movie? Is this dude gonna be like, oh, only Hallmark movies are Christmas movies? Because we're gonna have a problem then. Yeah. Because. No. By the way, Hallmark has already started. Uh, I saw, read the other day. They're starting to get ready to, for Christmas, I think, this weekend. Yep. Re- like, chill. Chill. It is okay, Hallmark. Nobody's going anywhere. Christmas is going to happen. It's fine. Uh, speaking of the spooky creatures that happen to be in Halloween and monsters and et cetera, just how many people believe them? We've had this debate raging in this, the building for a little bit, at least with AJ specifically, uh-huh. about the validity of the Radio Ranch Ghost, which we'll get to a little bit later this morning. But just how many people believe in those things of the paranormal? Just what in the paranormal do you believe in? That is the question, especially with Halloween this week. AJ and McCall on VFX. A survey was done on just that. And as you know, the AJ McCall show has been fighting with uh, AJ specifically because he refuses, despite... So much evidence, which we'll actually get to a little bit later, that there's a Radio Ranch ghost. Mm-hmm. So ghost, 57%. 49% of people said they've even felt the presence of a ghost before. So if you believe in it, it's almost just as likely that you feel like you felt the presence. Uh, the crazy thing is vampires, werewolves, zombies, all 22%. 22% the Loch Ness Monster. Kind of seems like that's a weird yeah. coincidence that all of them ended up that way. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because, I mean, like, the Loch Ness Monster, I'm all for Obviously, I've never been to where the Loch Ness Monster lives, but I've seen convincing videos on the internet, and the internet whether it ever lies. So, obviously, that's uh, obviously that's that's true. That's where we go. Twenty-seven <laughs> percent uh, believe in Bigfoot. Thirty-nine percent think aliens have visited the Earth. So that's all the paranormal questions they ask about that. Hmm. I think it's interesting that vampires, werewolves, zombies, and the Loch Ness Monster all got twenty-two percent. So. In terms of order forming, yeah, do I think aliens? Yes, yes. Aliens yeah, have visited. Ghosts for sure. are real. For sure. Totally believe in Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I think we would know if vampires existed. We did have that one listener once upon a time try and convince us that their husband was a vampire. And that yeah. uh, there was like a whole um, underground, I guess would be the best way to describe it, in Salt Lake. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it or not. It was re- it's con- It was very... Uh, Passionate, can't take it away, like super into it. Werewolves. I think if there were werewolves, we would have seen one eating McCall's chicken at this point because it seems like everything else has. True. And wolverines haven't eaten my chicken, and those have been known to actually be in Utah within the last couple of months. We've discovered those. Fingers crossed you avoid one. Uh, But speaking of which, we're going to get into the Radio Ranch ghost story a little bit later. You decide for yourself so we can rub it in Ajay's face or not. And actually as well, we, uh, we were talking to the people we work with on our social media, and they were talking about, well, let's come up with some Halloween ideas, and one of them was to use a Ouija board. 
Now, as you know, one of us is vehemently against that. And the other one, me, knows better in the, in the, at least in the month of October, not even kid about that. Yeah. So what we actually really want you to do, if you have a Ouija board confession, we'd love to hear from oh, you. Oh, boy. 435-787-0945. Just to really drive this home, but we'll get to it a little bit later. But if you have a Ouija board confession, 435-787-0945. Uh, before that, though, of course, who's going to be chintzy with the Halloween candy? Apparently, some people really take the what's too old to trick or treat super, super seriously. All right, let's get this settled. Who's going to be the house's chintzy with the candy this Halloween season? Yeah. Fingers crossed. If, did We agreed, right? I know we, we like willed it and, and put it out there and everything. Like trick or treating Saturday, right? Yeah, everybody's doing it on Saturday. Thank goodness. Okay, because the Which, weather is a little, little sketchy Sunday. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group Debate Today on VFX. Who's going to be chintzy with the candy? Because it's the age-old question, how old is too old for trick-or-treating? Ugh. Because I feel like, while maybe not recently, because I can't remember what my answer was before, I know at one point there was definitely a limit for me. I feel like my answer has changed. My, it's definitely changed. I'd, I'd love to know what your answer is and where it's changed from. For me, I just, I just stopped going when I felt too old. Like, that's what oh, it was going. for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went, I remember I was probably 13, 14. I went once, I think, didn't even bother dressing up. Wore this, I don't know if you you had it. Do you remember like middle school-ish age? About, that was about the time it was me. Like yin-yangs and like glitter dragons became a huge thing. Like it seemed like sweatshirts and pants and long sleeve shirts all had glitter dragons on them. I was like in fifth grade. Okay, so, so yeah. same time, right? Yeah. So I wore one of those and I came up with some lame excuse for why, why how it was a costume and I got triggered. And then I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's lame. It's stupid. I got bored. No, yeah. I, I was I was kind of the same way. I think I was like 15. I went my last yeah. year, but I was like taking my siblings yeah. with me because yeah, I was the oldest yeah. of, you know, four. So I had little ones that I was like taking with me to go around our little neighborhood. But yeah. you did trunk or treat more so than anything right. here. Right, right, right. So... So in- inevitably, I'm, it's a good point. I think the kids get tired of it before, but... When do the people hand out the candy? Because I definitely know some people. I definitely have some people in my family that I don't I don't know that they have ever refused to give anyone candy if they've gotten them to the door, but definitely grumble about it as they walk away. And I know that for like that was adopted because it was family policy for a while, but like if you have the enthusiasm to show up in a costume, you could be two, you could be two hundred. I'm in. Candy. Yeah, I agree. I I don't care. Cause why? Like the the whole, the whole holiday, especially like including this past year and a half to begin with, but the whole holiday is about you know fear, fun, scary, doing something, living up a fantasy, whatever you want to f- pick your avenue. What? It's, I bought it anyway. It's just stopping me from me to be honest. Like here, take this because I will eat it if you don't have this. Yeah. And you're doing you're doing me a solid. Have some. Um, I got brought up because of course it comes up every year, and the survey. Uh, was what age? 12% of people said uh, 12 was the most popular age to become. I think after that's too old. And 12% was the most. 13, 14, 15, 16. Uh, 26% of people, though, did say people uh, kids should never be considered too old for trick-or-treating. Yeah. And I'm with it. I am, too. I mean, I just, I don't like watching. The world will squander and squash your dreams as you grow up. And so why would I be part of taking away from your joy in something that is harmless. Not to mention with nerd culture becoming mainstream, if you get someone who like professionally like cosplays or something, I'm going to geek out. Like I'm 
come up with something cool, I'm going to be there. Just I'm going to be excited that you came to my door. You want to know what's nuts about this? This survey done on the internet, 5% of people thought kids were too old at 10. You're ridiculous. What are you doing? Asking them as they come up to your door how old they are? Let me see some school ID. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, That's a middle school ID. You ain't. Nope. Cut off. That's dumb. Really? That's dumb. Now, if you like, I I just want to point out, McCall once upon a time bought full size candy bars. Once upon a time, I just finished purchasing them. There you go. She bought more. I have to go and pick them up. If there's no limitations for her giving out candy, why should you? She giving out the full size candy bars. That's right. I don't even know if I'm going to be home. I'm going to be completely honest I know. with you. She's setting out the bucket. I'm sorry. Good luck, everybody else. I'm going to beat you to the whole bucket. That's one of those if you know, you know things. Otherwise, yeah. you're like, oh, where do I go? That's on your parents. They're supposed to recon the best neighborhoods for you. That's right. So, parents, looking at you. Florida, not the chance to win dinosaurs. How often do you get to say that? You catch criminals, you win dinosaurs. It's like a really, really bad action movie. AJ and McCall on VFX. Three headlines, please. Okie dokie. Headline number one. Lady tried to, tried to steal a car during a test drive. Didn't realize that, you know, this was a brand new Chevy Equinox that had OnStar enabled in it. Genius. If it doesn't, like, you have to leave something with them. Yeah. It never works. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not 1995, okay? You can't just, no, no. Then we got uh, headline number two, drunk driver claimed his four-year-old son was the one that was driving, not him. <laughs> Perfect. Even better. Start him young. <laughs> he couldn't reach the pedals. That's why he was just all over the road. Because yep. he couldn't see, and I was trying to stop him. He was like, no. Yep. It's his bad. His bad. Arrest him. Please take him away. And then we've got headline number three. Drunk driver tried to set up his ice fishing shack on an unfrozen lake because it's, uh, it's how you do it. I've never fit. Like, I'm from the Midwest and, and stuff freezes over there. I, I don't know how people know how to do that. It, it blows my mind. I know. I know generally we don't have the highest opinion of people, but like, okay, so car dealerships have existed for at least, what, 40 years reasonably? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not longer. Oh, way longer, but yeah. Uh, I, I think one of the first things they would figure out, and look, we've got like 10,000 of them in this valley. True. AJ McCall at VFX. I think one of the first things they'd figure out is, all right, how do we make sure people don't steal our stuff? Because <laughs> we're going to lend it to them for a second so they can go vroom, vroom, and be like, oh, I like the way this room's left and right. Yes. So stupid. That's why it's in Florida not. That being said, Gilbert, it's been a minute since we heard from you, man. So what do you say we just get into it? Let's get to the three full stories. Yeah, sounds good. All, All right. right. Let's get the three full stories. Perfect. We got story number one. Some lady stole a car during a solo test drive on Monday. She didn't realize, though, car had on star because it's a 2021 Chevy Equinox. So the cops were able to track her down immediately and arrest her. Now, she was gone for about two and a half hours. That's a long time. Yeah, that's why they were like, <laughs> okay, she's not coming back. I feel awkward when Ashley and I went test driving. We only test drove for like 15 minutes. They're like, oh, take all the time you need. I'm like, I feel weird taking it out this long. Like, it's not our, let's just bring it I back know. just in case. Like, I, I don't know. want to call the cops. I'm going to explain it's weird. It's it's weird the way that, I mean, obviously they want you to get the feel for it, but you can't take it to like Reno or anything. <laughs> it's so. kind of road trip. Does you mind if I bring it like in a week? I'll, I'll bring it back in a week. Please. Place. So a lot of times they go with you too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You got to pay for your crazy. own room though. Yes. There's story one. <laughs> Story number two, a uh, guy was drunk driving with his kids in the truck. Terrible. Uh, tried to get out of it by telling the cops, yep, sorry, it's my four-year-old that was driving. Kids. So he claimed it was fine because the kid was on the lap doing the steering, which we've all been there. We've all done that. But you can't. They're not 
driving. They're not actually driving. Okay. How dare you? <laughs> why? I just don't understand why he went with the one that was four and not the one that was 15. I just, he sits his kid on his lap just to whatever, have fun. And then sure. he blames the kid. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to get this juvie record started early. Oh, man. Kid's Woo. fault. Get this guy. So there's uh, there's story number two. And then we got story number three. Cops posted a photo of a drunk guy who apparently tried to set up his ice shack on the lake that wasn't frozen over yet. His truck is connected to the ice shack trailer. Both of them half submerged in water. They arrested him for drunk driving. It's, you can't. You can't do that. I, well, I, I, I know we have people here that do it. It would terrify. I would be in a perpetual state of panic ice fishing. Yeah. Just yeah. at one point, just going through. <laughs> so there you go. Three crazy stories. All right. With that being said, Gilbert, I think we can rule out story number three. I don't feel like ice fishing very popular in, in Florida, right? I feel safe with that. Mm, yeah, I agree. Okay. So now we're down to one and two. What, what do you think? Mm. I know drunk driving with your little child on your lap is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to but pass it off on the kid. Pretty bad. I, What's your the- boat? I mean, the, the the trying to steal a car dealership, like, they haven't thought of this. They've been in business for a minute, and I'm sure one of the first things when they went into business, all right, how are we going to combat theft? Like, really? And then the fact that it was a new car, which as soon as McCall's like, it was a newer car, it's like, it's going to have low jack or something on it. Really? I think one is actually the stupidest of the two. All right, let's go one. All right, is it story number one? It is. Congratulations, Woo! Gilbert. We've nice. got you hooked up with a family four-pack for the Jurassic Quest going on at the Salt Palace. Hang on the line, and we'll grab some info from you, okay? Cool. Of you and your four siblings, which is the most likely to get blamed for a driving mishap similar to this story? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think mine is me. I think I want to say mine is probably me, but I feel like if my mom's listening right now, she's going to be like, ah, no, but my- then she wouldn't be able to pick somebody, so... <laughs> My oldest sister, I think, has a bit of left foot, but I think it's, I think it's gonna be me. I think it's gonna be me. Mm. This is a you know reminder, everybody out there: don't let your kids drive before you know they're supposed to. Right at four years old. Yeah, that seems reasonable to say. Florida, not Gilbert wins on VFX. Look, holiday time, right? Supposed to get together with family. It can be kind of lonely. It's a tough time of year for certain people. And if you know you're looking for some family to reconnect with, well, you just gotta move to Indiana. Oh. One small town offering stand-in grandparents. Oh, good. <laughs> Everything you could want for the holidays if you're missing out on some family and some closeness, or maybe the start of your own Hallmark movie, is happening in the state of Indiana. AJ and McCall on VFX in an effort, an incentive, to get remote workers to come live in the state in Greensburg, Indiana. They are offering stand-in grandparents okay. who, will, who will function as basically a daycare for you, for your kids. Okay. $5,000 in cash. Whoa. And so, like that, when you're like, yeah, okay, awesome. That, that's an uh, invitations to home cooked meals at neighbors' homes. Okay. A one year membership to the local co working space in YMCA, free gift cards to the seasonal farmer's market, and tickets to productions at the local playhouse. Okay. Look, I am <laughs> like all about this. I think this is really, really cool. <laughs> How, however, however, can you imagine, can you imagine being the uh, neighbors that it's like, hey, you're invited to go and hang out at the neighbor's house. It's like, oh, these guys again, I don't want to see them again. Hi, like, what if you guys how don't, are you? Like, what if you don't click on the first go around? 
Like, what if you and your neighbors are just, whatever reason, the vibe is not there? Dude, there's no way to be able to force that. Can I exchange for different neighbors? I don't like mine. It's okay. We don't like you either. <laughs> That's got to be how it goes. I Look, I this, you know what the crazy thing is? I have a friend who is from Greensburg, Indiana. Okay. She moved away to Indianapolis. And I'm like, maybe you ought to move back. Yeah. Dude, I'm <laughs> floored. <laughs> Lord about this. Well, your grandparents, neighbors, you're going to be fine for the holidays. You get cash, no complaints there. YMCA, you got the gym thing. Plus, you got farmer's market playhouse <laughs> tickets. I mean, what more could you want? You can't complain. We're helping you. That's what this sounds like. <laughs> you imagine getting back, you get on like you're negotiating for this deal. And again, it's for remote workers. They just want people to move there who can rem- work remotely. They're not even asking people to move there to work there. No. But could you imagine kind of, all right, I'm going to negotiate with you. So the neighbor thing, I want a couple of those because we got the holidays coming up. But I'm going to need a few of those. Actually, I'm going to spring barbecues. You need cookouts in the spring, non-negotiable. You're going to have to move a couple of these. Otherwise, I'm not coming. I want a brand new smoker. <laughs> I want a brand new grill. I also want you to plant me a garden. Block party. I need somebody to come in and take care of my garden because I hate doing it. <laughs> but I want these things nonetheless. Homegrown, suburbia. Thank ten, you. Ten points for creativity. The, the grandparents thing is what hooked me in. And then yeah. I read all the other parts. I was like, you got to mention all that stuff closer to the top. I had to Dude, scroll to find all that. It's impressive. Oh, man. Nicely is, done. Greensburg, Indiana. Way uh, to go, Greensburg. I've been down there once. What I know of it, it aight. It aight. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't hear Logan offering any of those incentives. I moved here. I didn't hear anything. I'm just kidding. Um, here's a question for you. Kind of another would you rather. So... B.J. Novak, who played Ryan in The Office, mm-hmm. um, is world famous. And he is world famous because of an accident. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I thought it was just because he's an icon, but okay. No, 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 no. Oh. This is, goes much further than that. Oh, okay. Uh, and the thing is, he finds it so hilarious that he is so famous that he's not even going to charge for it. So the question becomes, would you want this as well, or would you be mad that your image is being used so much? B.J. Novak, who plays Ryan in The Office, is world famous, and it has to do with an absolute accident. A.J. McCall on VFX. So apparently someone uploaded his face. He's a good-looking dude, so it makes sense, on a public domain site. Oh. So because of that, he is on stuff all over the place. Rain Poncho in Los Angeles, face paint in Uruguay, cologne in Sweden, electric hair clippers in another country. And he was asked, are you going to take, you know, legal action? His face is, you know, part of his brand. Right. And he said, no, I'm too amused to do anything about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. And then people are like, oh, yeah, you're that one guy. You're the guy on everything. And he's like, that's right. My my name's my name's BJ. I mean, that is. Yeah, that's that's that me. Nuts. He wakes up one day and it just uh, maybe vacations or whatever. And he finds yeah. out, hey, wait, wait, when did I. When was I here? When did I take a picture for face paint? Did I sign the rights? In Uruguay. So McCall answered the question because, you know, nowadays, I mean, we we dabble in brand. It's one of our things. But, I mean, everybody to a certain extent can with social media and YouTube and TikTok and all that. Mm-hmm. Would you be mad about it? And I think if you're in a position where you're like, eh, eh not really doing anything with it at the moment. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool to be all over the place. Dude, I feel like brand recognizability is one of the most important things. And it's one of the most difficult things to figure out how to do and figure out how to navigate. And so the fact that it's just like already done for him, he's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. This face is all over the world. Correct. 
Who would have thought? Who would have thought out of all the characters on The Office, BJ Novak, Ryan, is the one that is just a, a global face icon in terms of advertising. Especially with the way that uh, Steve Carell and uh, John Krasinski have glowed up. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, the fact that... The fact that BJ Novak is one of the like executive producers, it doesn't really surprise me because he does have some notoriety behind him, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just couldn't afford to get some like brand representation or like a PR guy. I don't know. I just, it's, I'm glad that he thinks it's funny because I think it's a funny story too. I'm totally with him too. I'd be like, nah, this is cool. I'm just going to let this, let it roll. Let's see what happens. Um, One of the cool, not cool. One of the new trends on TikTok, somebody uh, posted a video talking about what his opinion was on uh, his girlfriend getting drinks bought for the bar. And ironically enough, someone apparently ran into the issue and decided, all right, AJ McCall's exactly who I need to answer this question. Perfect. What is the notion of buying someone a drink? There's a TikToker who made a video, a fella who said that it is cheating, and I've seen it stitched tons and tons of times. AJ McCall on VFX and then right on cue. We get a message about it. Yeah. AJ McCall, my girlfriend went out with some friends over the weekend, and while she was showing me pictures, I know this guy kept appearing in them. She said, oh, that's Justin. He's buying us drinks all night. He was really nice. We took pictures with him because we were having fun. I personally find it disrespectful for her to let another guy buy her drinks. She's in a committed relationship with me. She said it's no big deal if a guy buys her a few drinks. She's 26. That's going to happen. I think it's a red flag, and I'm concerned about what she may or may not do in the future. What do you think? Well, sounds like you need to work some things out. You should probably, if you want, you should probably go out and have drinks with her if you wanted, really. If that's the thing that you're worried about, go out, see how it is, feel it out, then go from there. I think the notion as a whole that uh, someone letting someone buy drinks means that they would possibly commit infidelities is a, to it's me, a jump. it's a bridge that's too far to cross. Um, you know, I think that uh, the picture thing, I don't what do you make of that? That, that? that a little weird, taking the picture with the guy? I mean, yeah. Who's in the stand in the background? It's kind of lurky. It's a little creepy, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was at Silicon Slopes, so here's, I mean, take this for whatever it's worth, but I was at Silicon Slopes, and there was a guy there who asked me if I'd take a picture with him and then email it to him because we were both, I was wearing pink pants, and he was wearing a whole, like, pink suit, so we, like, matched. So I took a picture and sent it to him. Granted, the guy was like, I don't know, older. See that, that? See even that? That doesn't bug me. I think it's just the the lurking factor for this this one, according to the the picture. That that would get me. Like, dude was like hovering. Yeah. But uh, the notion that I think someone buying your significant other drinks means that they would commit infidelity. It's just I think it's too big a bridge for me to cross on that one. I mean, I can understand being a little bit uh, a little bit jealous, but I think. I'm kind of with McCall. I mean, you can go out with him and sort it out and, and have a conversation about it, but I think that's a little bit too much. Um, I mean, as long as you trust the friends and trust her judgment, mm-hmm. what you could do. Because, like, I mean, honestly, if that's the case, yes, I understand the circumstances, but if you're not going to trust their judgment or whatever, why would you let the? Why would you feel comfortable anytime they went somewhere without you? Right, and that's just not good. So, like, at the end of the day, eh, I'm. Mm. I think a little bit, a little bit paranoid, a little bit. Could be a scary moment. That though. That being said, we started talking about Halloween movies a little bit earlier this morning. Um, I think everyone, for the most part, even if you don't like Halloween movies, at some point you saw a scary movie and something just stuck with you. 
You couldn't shake it. Maybe that's the reason you enjoy being scared. Maybe it's the reason you don't enjoy being scared. But there's one scene, one moment in a scary movie that I think is stuck with all of us. What is the scene from a horror movie that stuck with you? Because it's not a really good scary movie unless it traumatizes you a little bit and you just can't get it out of your mind. And I think everybody at some point, whether you like horror movies, whether you don't, one of them has been like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Never again. AJ McCall on VFX. Like one of mine, I don't know if you've seen the Final Destination McCall, but there's a scene where there's just blue liquid shows up, spoiler alert, right? And let's just say dude's in the bathroom and does not go well with a drying line that's hung up in there. Mm-hmm. And I am terrified, terrified of slipping in the tub and like just catching anything, cracking my head against the sink, hitting the tub would, or hitting the toilet would probably be the most embarrassing. If they came and found me basically giving myself a swirly, I'd, I'd never live that one down. Yeah. But just slipping in general in the top after, I was like, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, for me, <laughs> there was a show that I watched growing up. I don't know what happened. I don't know where it was, but it was on like uh, random, yeah, random TV show, random TV station. And maybe it was like Law & Order SVU or something like that. <laughs> I have no idea. But I just remember that there was a... A scene where they were looking for a criminal and they ran into the ladies' bathroom and they were like trying to open the doors and they're like, oh, excuse me. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. And so she had high heels on or whatever. Well, turns out it was the killer that they were looking for and somebody was, somebody went into the stall next to him and they like killed the lady in the stall next to him. And so growing up, I was like, that's it. I can never go into a bathroom stall next to somebody else ever. Yeah. And I always make sure that there's no like rafters up above the yeah. bathroom because of that. But there, that one kind of stuck with me. Uh, reasonably so. <laughs> random scenes from like, I remember watching, I watched The Grudge one time and I was like in, I don't know, seventh grade or something. That one stuck with me for a hot minute. The Ring also stuck with me for a hot minute. Any kind of like fuzzy TV, I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm dying. Seven days. That's it. That's all I got. Fuzzy. <laughs> Oh, darn it. Uh, we get a text message. Uh, speaking of Final Destination, AJ, how about uh, the log scene? That messed up an entire generation. I, uh, To be honest, I'm astonished at how few people get the reference. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I thought I'm in the same boat. I thought we all knew what that was, but I feel like very, very often, like that joke is made. Producer Butters, like, oftentimes, is like, Phew. I was like, no, you're not. But I'm with you 100%. Never drive behind a log truck. Um, actually, speaking of which, not even a movie thing. It's just a thing we were talking about. I'm pretty sure we were talking about phobias one day. Uh, somebody did a makeup trend on TikTok that came up on my For You page the other day, and mm-hmm. they did a little blurb on their hand where they put holes in their skin. Don't like it. Oh, I I don't know what the phobia is, but I have it. Trypophobia. That. Yep. Oh, just the, ah, mm-mm, mm-mm. And we, they luckily peeled it off, but I was like, oh, I can't stand that. It's to the point where somebody made like, mac and cheese stuffed hamburgers one at one time and showed a cross section of it uh-huh and it's it's noodles right so you yeah. see the new and i'm like nope don't care for that i know what that looks like hard right. pass i don't like it mm. what traumatized what what stuck with you from a scary movie because if at some point everyone whether you like scary movies whether you don't something stuck with you and that's what we want to know six eight two five five the number to text, start your text with VFX. Speaking of horrifying, you would think two plus years doing park narcs, right? Mm-hmm. Improve? No, now it's getting worse. Not as in cars, now it's cars and motorcycles. Yep. 
first ever motorcycle nominee featured this week. If you haven't voted, please do, because we'll find out tomorrow who's the worst parker in Cache Valley. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Somebody texted in with the uh, what what gets uh, what what is the traumatic thing? What stuck with you for movie? Something that gets under your skin, a creepy crawly, or something that just doesn't die. Yeah, like terrible parking does not die. Thank no. you for texting in six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Nominee number one for Park Narks this week. It's nighttime. No one needs this parking spot. Nope. Everyone knows like parking legally only goes from like eight to five, maybe seven thirty to five thirty mm-hmm. on a Monday through Friday. I mean, after that, all bets are off. Nobody needs those spots. Everything's closed, right? Exactly. The motorcycle parked up front in a special needs spot. Our first ever motorcycle nominee. Good to know that it's been paying attention, though, because it fits right in with all other Park Narc nominees. Nominee number two. Come on. Let me park on the lines. This car hanging out, parking on a big stripy rectangle. This isn't one that's just meant to take up like one spot, like the extra space for the special needs spot. This is like potentially, I think, what McCall said yesterday, an unloading spot. Yeah. And this car is hanging out there like... Unload this. I'm getting out of here. I got to run it for just a couple seconds. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. Nobody cares if I park here. No one will even know. It's an overcast day. My car's a light blue. You won't even see me. It's just one second. Yep. Vote for which one annoys you the most. It's pinned top our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. And of course, if you see terrible parking, please take a picture. Safely do so. And submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX. So we've had this debate going on with it getting pretty much to Halloween. Seems like an appropriate time. I know we've mentioned it and probably told tidbits of the story along the way, but the question is, is the Radio Ranch Ghost, do you believe in it? And so we tell all our stories, you vote for the poll today, and we will settle that once and for all. Also, if you have uh, any interesting experience with the Ouija board, we want to hear from you because we got suggested that the AJ and McCall show do some uh, Ouija board stuff for Halloween. The answer is no. Mm-mm. The answer is never happening. Mm-mm. So compelling evidence would very much help. 435-787-0945. We reference them a lot. We talk about it. We acknowledge it. And now we've gotten in an argument about it. But I don't know that we've ever told just all the evidence withstanding about the Radio Ranch ghost. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So, seems like a good idea to just lay it all out and then for the poll of the day decide if the AJ McCall family believes there's a Radio Ranch ghost as well since we've been defending their case for the better part of like two weeks now. Yeah. So, um, I think really, probably you should start McCall because I believe the first really encounter was when we were pranking uh, fellow radio station for April Fools, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh... I don't know if that one was first or if our ginger ale situation was first. It's a little little up in the air, but it was about the same time period within probably like two weeks of each other. So we were we were pranking uh, somebody else for April Fool's Day and had I had my phone set up to be able to film their reaction. Now we have these. They're not two-way mirrors. They're just like double-sided glass. There's two separate yeah. glass panels. and Make them sound-ish-proof. Sound-ish-proof, yeah. So we have this phone set up to be able to record the reaction of somebody sitting down and turning on an air horn. Well, as I'm watching back, because I'd never got the reaction that I wanted from this video, it just like stopped, which was weird to me. So I went into my phone and I was watching the video and you can see in the reflection of the glass, this like shadow that walks from one side to like not the other, but like 
three quarters of the way and then my camera stops recording. And so you can see the reflection of almost somebody walking in, turning it off and walking out. But it's very clear they wouldn't be able to walk in front of the camera. They would have to walk behind the camera. And you would have caught the reflection of whatever it was. It was just a shadow, yeah. though. It's worth noting, too, that was like super early. So there are very few people it actually could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 430 in the morning. Yeah. And then so the ginger ale one is that that one is interesting because we have video recording of that one. But we were doing I, I never had ginger ale before. So we we're doing the taste test of it. And we were in the conference room, which is a big room, and, and we close it off because it's part of the main hallway, right? We close all the doors so nobody can make any noise. Nobody can come in, and we're recording it. And then we put the fake tree behind us because there's big glass windows there and trying to block out at least some of the background movement of people coming and going. And just all of a sudden, the tree like shimmies. Yeah, It was like somebody had picked it up and dropped it the way that it had moved. And there's no like fan above it because we looked around. Nope. There's no crosswind that would have caught it because of the way that the the vents and everything are in there. They're not not possible for it to move because nope. of the air. Mm-mm. Yeah, my and there's like other small things that are creepy but hard to point to as actual, I don't know, evidence, quote unquote. But the only other one that I've, I I tell all the time when we did the back school tour, I think three years ago, um, you know, it's in August. It's warm out. Mm-hmm. Was going out to get the uh, VFX uh, van, and it's in the the shed out back. It's not air conditioned anything, so it's hot out there. So I'm putting my stuff in the passenger seat, and I'm walking around the back of the van to get in the driver's seat to go to whatever high school we're going to. And as I do, I walk through this patch of just ice cold and freezing, and it was two steps, and then I was out of it, and I was like, that was so weird. Mm-hmm. And I tried to walk back to find it, like walk back, see if it was there again for whatever scientific reason could be. It was gone. Just walked through it once and it was freezing and it was not cold outside. Like it was hot in the shed. It was a humid day. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I walked through, but that was not, uh, it was not just all of a sudden a burst of AC that had come on. No. So the question is, this has come up obviously right in the month of October and AJ was subbing in and I was telling him this one. And he's, he's seen, the funny thing is he's seen the ginger ale video and he still said, no, no, there's no. Well, it's just easier to deny. That's fair. So the question is, for the poll today, presented the biggest pieces of evidence, do you believe that we have a Radio Ranch ghost? Thermo Fisher Scientific poll today on our Instagram, Utah's VFX. Go vote yes, no. Thermo Fisher Scientific in Logan is now hiring for manufacturing technicians across multiple shifts with a starting rate of $15 an hour plus shift differentials for off shifts. Visit jobs.thermofisher.com and search Logan. Thermo Fisher Scientific is an equal opportunity employer. Someone suggested the other day that the AJ and McCall show for some Halloween content do some videos with a Ouija board. To which I jumped way far away from the whole conversation. And so I thought, all right, you know what? Just fair's fair. Why don't we ask people what their experiences are with Ouija boards and we'll work from that. Ouija boards for Halloween sound like a good idea, right? No. Automatrix Group debate today date with AJ McCall on VFX. You know, let's just get to the stories first, then we'll add some explanation to it. Just very Janica, you and anyone you know ever used a Ouija board before? Mm, yeah, and it wasn't good. Terrible. What happened? What happened? <laughs> they asked when they were going to die, and I can't remember what else happened. But okay, that's a good. terrible question to ask. That's right. No wonder it didn't go well. <laughs> ah, danger, danger. <laughs> I just don't think it's a very good idea at all. See, okay, so normally 
I'm on the opposite side of Janet. I'm like, hey, you know, let's talk. We just told the story of the Radio Ranch Ghost. That was the whole thing that brought this up. Maybe we can find out who they are because no one has any idea mm-hmm. and find the answers. Mm-hmm. But in the month of Halloween, in the week of Halloween specifically, when everything gets, you know, just a little bit spookier, a little bit more powerful, a little bit more mystical, I know better. That's a big deal. It really is. Yet this week, we were having a conversation with someone who works with us when it comes to our social media with AJ and McCall, Facebook and Instagram. And they're like, maybe for Halloween, we can get you guys down with the, sit you down with the Ouija board and see what happens. We said no. I said definitely no. They said most absolutely not. For, what, for the record, I also shook my head because like, we're already going on a ghost hunt. Now, yep. if, if, you're, if your argument is that tempting fate is putting yourself in a position where something can happen, mm-hmm. we do in that. Yeah. Do I think I'm going to die in the ghost hunt? No. No. Is it possible that the, everyone that's going, though, is tempting some form of destiny or fate by saying, hey, let's go see what we can find in a place that is haunted? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. Ouija board seems to maximize that. Just hard hard pass. Mm-hmm. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. So the question was, we figure, all right, well, let's have this conversation because we haven't in a minute. What's ever happened to you if you've hadn't had a Ouija board, if you've known someone's played with a Ouija board? And then we're like, this is kind of why we don't want to do this. So, uh, Mike's on the phone. Mike, what do you think about the, us being suggested to play with Ouija boards? Yeah, you must not uh, definitely have experienced a Ouija board. Mm-mm, we haven't. What happened to you? I would, uh, yeah, I would just like switch topics and find something else to talk about because they're freaky. Dude, they're terrible, right? The uh, so we played a Ouija board in the cemetery one time. Oh God! Oh, now you're just asking for it. You can't say that. Be like, AJ, you well, got to learn from this. Wait, wait, wait! I want to hear it. No, no, keep no, going, no, keep please going. Please share your story, though. It was so we had a whole group of people. Played in the cemetery, and then not too long after that, there was a car accident, and one of the people that was with us died, and then was buried in that cemetery. <laughs> Oof. Telling you. I don't drive it home. No, they're so dangerous. Look, even I didn't suggest back when I was, like, super on board with it to do it in a cemetery. That's legitimately asking for it. Yeah. Like, like let's go on the ghost hunt and bring a Ouija board. No. Wait, what? Absolutely not. No! We're... <laughs> We had suggested to play with a Ouija board. If you have stories to share, 68255, start your text with a VFX. That's the number to text or call. I know you're super against it. I cannot remember, though. Did you have a friend of a friend that had an experience with it, or you're just flat out not against it the whole time? Uh, no, there have been situations that have arisen with uh, people that I know that have had them, and you like try to get rid of them, and they keep showing back up mm-hmm. like in the house. They never go away. Like it's like you throw it away, you throw it in the trash can, you watch it get dumped on trash day, and then you'd come back the next day and it would be like in your closet. Like they're 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 bad. They don't go away. Much worse version of a box elder bug. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Uh thank you to, to Mike and Janica for sharing their stories. Just to get wait, wait until just to be safe, maybe like the week after Halloween, just to be safe, you're gonna get your Ouija boards out. <laughs> Automatrix group debate today. I mean, what, what all it's gonna linger. The it's gonna linger, and I'm just trying to protect everybody. Like who? No. Christmas spirits. That that movie turns out fine. Who's really worried about the paranormal Christmas time? Nobody. Uh, one of the two of us had a true test of patience yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ultimate badge for just making it through, gritting your teeth and getting through happened. Just how long could you wait? What is the test of your patience? What is the metal of your patience? AJ McCall on VFX because yesterday, you know, we all need groceries. And someone faced quite the test and came out through on the other side. (laughs) 
I got to be honest. I was not expecting what happened last night to be what happened last night. I would think so, because then you could have done who knows what with that amount of time. <laughs> Still been on time to get Organized, driven home, climbed a mountain, walked back. Yeah, there's a lot of time there, yeah. Given a brisk high five to everybody in Salt Lake City. I don't really know. Yesterday, I went to go pick up my groceries. Grocery pickup, one of my life-saving things that happens for me. I've been petitioning for it since before COVID. Oh, well before. Yeah. This has been the thing that I have loved so much. So yesterday I set my grocery pickup for later than I normally do because I have been working later. Um, and I got it set up between like five and six ish. And I got a message that said, Hey, sorry, your order's been delayed, which is fine. You know, I get it. I feel really bad because there's a lot of people who are there's staffing shortages that are going on. And so for the people who are working there, I'm appreciative of them being there. So I get this notice that my order is going to be pushed back, which is fine. I go do some like eye shopping, window shopping ish stuff. And uh, I go sit down because I get the notice that says, Hey, you're part of your orders ready, whatever that means. So I'm like, okay, I'll get part of my order. And then I guess maybe tomorrow I'll come back and get the rest of it. So I go and I park And I put in my parking spot, as you do, and as I'm sitting there waiting, the time is just ticking on and on and on. And I'm looking over at the car next to me, and the lady next to me is getting, like, livid. She's getting so angry. And I figured this was going to be a good experience, only because when I pulled in, I was the only, there was the only parking spot that I could pull into that was open. I pulled in, there's a cart in the middle of the parking spot So I pull in, get in far enough to slide the cart over, pull my car in the rest of the way, get out, move the cart, because I know I'm going to be waiting for a minute. So I go move the cart over to the cart corral, and I'm like, this is good. I did a good thing. I waited for an hour and 10 minutes in the parking spot for my order, which I'm really grateful, again, that people were there, that the people that were working were the ones that were working, but it was delayed an hour, then it was an hour and 10 minutes, so by the time I ended up getting all of my stuff done and, and in my car, it was 7.37. My order was supposed to be done at 5. I was really, 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 I don't even know how to explain it. I was driving away and I was like, huh, I feel fine. Like, genuinely, I feel fine. I was tired. I was really tired. But I was like, is this patience? Is this what that is? Because I told Dustin and Dustin's like, when do you just leave? And I was like, when I get my groceries. What do you mean? When do I leave? I'm here. I spent like $250 on groceries. Like, I'm fine. But then I had to ask and make sure that like all of my groceries were there because it said part of my order was ready. I was like, I I don't even know what that means. Like, I, I do not know what that means. Good news. We've tracked down half of your stuff. Bad news. No idea where the rest of it is. Yeah, it's probably on the shelf somewhere, but... You know, had I known, I would have just gone in and gotten my order because I didn't want to put anybody else through the hassle of it. But then I also, you know, sat there and waited. And so I was like, well, time could have been well spent on either party here. There was a lot of time there. You probably could have cooked some decent dishes in that amount of time. You had just easy bake oven, pull it out of the glove compartment. Like, well, I'm here. Might as well make a snack, I guess. Yeah. I only ate all of my cookies that I ended up purchasing at a cookie store. (laughs) For survival, obviously. For survival. I I was starving. Starving. I was so hungry. (laughs) I had to get all of the cookies. By the way, I had a pumpkin one. It was delicious. Speaking of starving and speaking of sweets, 
The number has finally been put out. I think this one is more so for the kids than the adults because it is a, I'm not going to say insurmountable number because I don't want to put the challenge out there. I definitely don't want to manifest that. <laughs> it is possible to overdose on Halloween candy, but yes. oh gosh, it would take a lot. Yes. It is possible to OD on Halloween candy. Bad news for kids. Good news for kids. I, I, I don't want to say that. I was going to say I don't think you get there, but I'm not saying that. AJ no. called VFX. It would be impressive if you, no, no. No, we're not going to go there. Don't do it, period. <laughs> uh, so uh, it was, the information was put together. Somebody put together an equation, basically. So for uh, every pound that you are, you'd have to consume 13 and a half grams of sugar to OD. So for okay. someone who's 180 pounds, it's 5.4 pounds of sugar, which is the equivalent of 262 pieces of fun-sized candy or over 1,600 pieces of candy corn. So, um, how, how, how many, how many iced coffees is that? Cause now I'm worried for my own self. Do you think you've drank five pounds of sugar out of iced coffees in, I mean, I, it I, doesn't say with a time period, which would probably be helpful as well. Let's call it an <laughs> evening. I'm going to guess. I, I, th- I think it, <laughs> I think it could be possible. I just, I just need to know. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about that. Five and a half pounds. Uh, I feel like that's 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 less than I was expecting. Liquid might be a little bit different, just because. (laughs) Dude, I I can dissolve. I I can dissolve. Talk McCall off the edge of ODing on coffee. I didn't. I. I, I'm not planning on it. I'm just. I'm. I'm just worried for my own health at this point. I'm thinking about it, and I'm wondering if I need to be watching this closely. To answer your question, I think part of the issue is that candy is more almost all sugar, whereas coffee is not almost all sugar. Uh, no, nah, no, not when I drink it. No, no not when I drink I, iced I coffee. That no. was my last attempt at it. No. I got nothing for you then. Don't drink five and a half pounds of, of sugar out of coffee then in an, an evening. I feel like I need to go water some down, water down sugar, and like, see how much it like dissolves to. You know what I mean? Because like... I was gonna go home. Bill, 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 Bill. No, I didn't just have all these Bill, Bill, Bunkin, Bunsen burners. I combined Bunsen burners with beakers somehow. I Bunsen. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm gonna make a TikTok out of this. There's that, there's that audio that's going on right now. I did my dance on TikTok and went viral with it. I feel like I'm going to do that on accident because now I'm worried because I can drink. Coffee that's not really coffee. It's mostly just like sugary espresso. That's it. I'm worried. <laughs> okay, kids, uh, you get put on the back burner now because yeah. I'm worried that my co-host now apparently is going to OD on coffee, which I, I'm sure somewhere that's probably on a death certificate, but it can't be more than like three. So it would be one of the most unique deaths in human history. I'm Googling it. Has anyone... Oh. The important number yet again is that you can eat up to 261 pieces of fun-sized candy or 1,626 pieces of candy cord in an evening if if you're a 180-pound person and be fine. Um, but one more than that, done. I'd, Over. I'd like it to be known there's 92 people who have died in the year of 2018. That is... More than I was expecting. A lot. I don't like this. Okay, not so unique. VFX's Facebook roulette. What post did we find on your page? Because you're friends with us. We got to have. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us on Facebook, that's how we find your posts. We like and share the ones we just can't get out of our heads. Yeah. 
McCall, what have you got? Well, I landed on my friend Colin's post, and his post says, uh, it's a quote. It says, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't switch places with. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I think there's some more nuance to it, but it makes sense. I landed on uh, Jack's me. I got to focus on this because brain. Ladies and gentlemen, me, please. Brain, this is Mambo number five. I love it. I love it. You can win. Because I saw that one earlier and I thought the same thing. So, yeah, that's great. You can't, you just can't control your brain when it's just like, nope, off the rails. Yeah. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Do not forget, trunk or treating is going on tonight at Ridgeline High School. Don't want anyone to miss a chance to get free candy. That is six to eight. Mm-hmm. Always check the community calendar at utahsvfx.com where you can stream us, find the links for all the socials. And, of course, if you missed the podcast, search for AJ McCall anywhere the podcasts are. Um, very happy to say that the weather looks solid through Saturday. Yes. So looks like we will not have weather to add to the, the scary situation that is already our ghost in on Friday. And trick and or trunk or treating on Saturday should be fine. Yeah. Hopefully your costume... Didn't get altered too much when you might inevitably have to wear a jacket. Yeah, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. I found this sweatshirt today that I forgot that I had, and I think maybe I'll go as Rainbow Bright. Unsure at this point, though. Oh, that's not bad. I know. I like that. It wouldn't be a terrible choice. You just got to go find, like, a overall skirt dress thing. Empathy, though, if your costume does get ruined by potentially having to wear a jacket. <gasps> it's Utah. It's late October. You got to, at this point, I think you kind of just got to work it in somehow. Do you think I can find rainbow striped thermals? Yeah, I definitely think you could. On my way to Spencer's. Uh, Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.